This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, getting your kids through e-learning is difficult enough without having to worry about the teacher putting their hand down their pants during the Zoom. Yeah. In Bowmanville, an online class uh, featured a nine-second clip that has been viewed by the Toronto Sun. It shows the screen of an Apple lo- laptop logged into a virtual classroom for for uh, St. Stephen Catholic Secondary School in Bowmanville. And a teacher whose name appears on the screen, uh, he's holding a smartphone and balancing an Xbox One controller on his leg, and his hand is in motion down the front of his pants in the video. Hmm. Now, this could have been an adjustment. We've all been there. Sure. But how long do we need to have Zoom calls in our lives before people understand how Zoom cameras work? Keep your hands out of your pants. What are you thinking? Even if you think your camera is off or your laptop isn't pointing in your direction, don't walk by your camera with your pants off about to go for a jog. Don't start working it. And don't put your, don't even have an Xbox controller on your leg. We know you're not paying attention to the kids and you're playing right. Halo 4. If you, if you have, just a little advice, if you're holding a joystick beneath your waistline <laughs> and people are watching you from the waist up, it's going to look like you're playing with the inappropriate joystick either yeah. way. Now, I feel like the arms jiggling and. Yeah. Normally, I wouldn't give this guy the benefit of the doubt, but with the Xbox controller on the... Like, I don't know what happened. I just... I can't believe somebody would be so stupid to do anything that inappropriate like, like during a, during an online class. So I'm going to say he was just adjusting, but I don't know. Yeah. It's easy. It's sweatpants, you know? Sweatpants are a lot of you. Why are you putting on the tight jeans then? <laughs> yeah. For, for e-teaching. What are you doing? <laughs> Put on some jaggings. They look like jeans, but they're really sweatpants. Or what are those called? You have a pair, Taz. What are those called? Sweatpants jeans, I call them. Oh, okay. <laughs> My son has always asked me, hey, Daddy, are those your sweatpants jeans? I'm like, you can't tell, can you? <laughs> That's my secret, son. <laughs> they're always sweatpants jeans. Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, letter sent home. School is reviewing this matter, taking it very seriously. Uh, but uh, just rule to live by if you're doing anything online keep your hand out of your pants yeah keep it above the waist you weirdo if you got a question ask a lawyer ask a lawyer a question about custody or a neighbor ask a lawyer ask a lawyer Taz and Jim ask a lawyer we're joined by Ian Snedden partner with Cohen Hiley Lawyers hey Ian Good morning, Taz. Good morning, Jim. How morning. are you? I'm doing all right, you guys. Pretty good. good. Uh, better than Bill and Melinda Gates. They're getting divorced. Yeah, this is a big one. Um, $137 billion Bill Gates is worth. Apparently, they've come to a separation agreement. She is not going to need spousal support moving forward, so you got to think she's getting a nice little chunk there. Uh, mm-hmm. Jim was articulating earlier that he uh, thinks that something may be up with this divorce, Jim. I'm just saying, this could this potentially be a business move? I mean, maybe you see this divorce and go, oh, they must have fallen out of love. But when there's like billions and billions of dollars involved, would there be any advantage to getting a divorce? Maybe liquidating yeah, your assets it, or something like that for the up- upcoming future if there's an economic downturn? Am I totally crazy, Ian? 
No, Jim, you're not totally crazy. Um, it's possible. I mean, no evidence that it's the case here. Well, I'm going all by gut. I'm going by zero yeah. facts, which is how I roll through life. <laughs> <laughs> you should become a lawyer, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, where it could uh, where it could work, I can't speak for the jurisdiction. I'm not sure if they're in Washington or wherever, but in Ontario anyway. One of the um, advantages, I suppose, if someone were take to take advantage of it is uh, if there's spousal support and it's pursuant to an order or an agreement in Ontario, it's tax deductible. Um, the other advantage mm. is if you transfer things. So ordinarily, so if, if you, you get if you get a divorce yeah. and yeah. secretly you're still a couple, but you mm. the man is paying the uh, the woman spousal support, and then they write the taxes off on that, and it all goes into the, back into the same pool of money. Yeah, that's that's right. Mm. So, would so you I be charged with something if it was discovered that's what you're up to? Like, is that illegal? It would be fraud, okay. Um, but hard hard to prove because I've had uh, I had one case at least which I was suspicious of, but it's not my role. It was um, a couple who were separated, and they had been separated for years, and but they were moving, and they were moving back in together, still claiming they were separated, but they were staying together for the kids, mm-hmm. which is possible. Sure. Um, but they got the advantage of the spousal support deduction. Hmm. There's also some property advantages. You can transfer property without the same tax consequences. So, Well, Bill Gates doesn't have any property, so I'm sure that's not part of the issue here. I mean, yeah. my, my, like that, that explains some of it. I'm not saying that's what happened, but, you know. Again, Jim, Jim hasn't even been married for, for a, a second. Uh, you're married for 30 years. Sometimes yeah. you just don't want to be with that person anymore. No, I'm not married. I'm just setting myself up for a sweet fraud so we can make yeah. <laughs> you know, So if we do get divorced, make the most of it. A lot of paperwork when you're dealing with a separation worth $137 billion. Have you ever done a billion-dollar divorce or separation, Ian? I have not. I've uh, had over $500 million and then I've uh, represented some professional athletes that have a very high income, but no, no billionaire so far. Uh, Someday, bud, you'll catch yeah, a break. You know, hang well, in, hang in there, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> 500 million. <laughs> Walk in the park. Jazz and Jim taking a look at sports with Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. A good game for Austin Matthews last night, but another loss for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, but uh, the Leafs are still looking pretty strong. I'm not too worried about uh, them uh, losing to the Montreal Canadiens. It's all about uh, getting ready for the uh, playoffs, making sure Matthews, who has uh, battled a couple of injuries uh, throughout the season, nothing too serious, serious, uh, makes it to the playoffs. So uh, as long as he is ready to go for the playoffs, I consider it to be a win. Okay. When they lose, I'll keep bringing it up. I want to see (laughs) at what point do you start to panic? Why panic? One loss every couple games? That's how it works. I I know. I'm just... uh, (laughs) I I love it's no big deal until it is, right? (laughs) They got four games to go to the playoffs. Uh, Just get me to the playoffs. Okay, let's talk about this Tom Wilson guy. And this isn't Tom Wilson from the Canadian band Junkhouse. Uh, this isn't Tom Wilson who played Biff Tannen 
in the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, which Tom Wilson do you want to talk about? I want to talk about uh, Washington Capitals uh, forward Tom Wilson, who was suspended earlier this season. And if the NHL looks at what happened last night, will be suspended again this season because what he did uh, just uh, goes beyond uh, the pale. There was a scrum between the Capitals and the New York Rangers. During that brawl, he um, body-checked one player and slammed another to the ground. Artemi Panarin is the player that he slammed to the ground. He is done for the season. Now, for the Rangers, that means the next three, next three games. But he is still done for the season after he was slammed to the ice twice. Like full-on body slam, right? I mean, he was like, he didn't like do it like WWE style. He didn't he lift just, him over his head and hold him there yeah. for a second? <laughs> no, but he also, that's been, I mean, there's been a lot that's been made of this online already, but I think potentially overlooked is how he punched another player, Pavel Buchanevich, who was face down on the ice. That, if it, that uh, by itself should warrant a suspension, but you add in the fact he also did this to Panarin, and the fact he's been suspended five times already in his career, and again, already once this season means his year should be done. And what, what's the appropriate punishment then? Just the rest of the season, or is this should this uh, go into next year? I think he should be out for the rest of this season, which for the uh, Washington Capitals, who, by the way, play the New York Rangers tomorrow, so the NHL needs to get a handle on this real fast. That's four games in the regular season. That's however long it lasts in the playoffs. And then he should need to uh, re- go to the commissioner for reinstatement next season. Yeah, it definitely sounds like this guy's a bit of a loose cannon. Thanks, Dev. Cool. Let's check in with Jim Kelly, the bug guy. Uh, Jim, last week you were letting us know about the jumping worms. Mm-hmm. That are becoming a problem, and there's another insect that we need to be aware of as we head into the summer. Brood X is coming. Brood X? Brood X. How terrifying does that sound? Now, that stands for Brood 10, Roman numerals. (laughs) Thanks. Because 17 years ago, Brood 9 emerged. That is a giant swarm of cicadas, which is like a giant... Like a cricket almost? Well, it's like a, I would say it's like a halfway between like a, a, a cricket and a fly almost. Uh-huh. I don't really know how to describe it other than that, but it kind of looks like a big moth, big fly, but kind Locusts? of like Is it like a, a locust? Is this, uh, is this something from Revelations? Well, how concerned it, should we be? It's going to feel like that because millions of these things are going to emerge so out of the ground, so many so that like within a square yard in the sky, there could be 200 to 300 cicadas flying around in certain areas. Uh, the reason why there's so many and why it only comes like one at a time every every couple decades is because every 17 years, apparently, these things come out of their hidey holes. They start breeding like crazy uh, <laughs> over a span of like four weeks. And then those eggs hatch, go back underground for another 17 years uh, until they emerge again and, and repeat the cycle. So I guess in 2004, uh, these things were crazy. Uh, everywhere, especially in the States. I heard it gets really bad in Alberta. I'm not sure how bad it gets in Ontario. I don't remember 17 years ago there being a ton of cicadas. Maybe there was. But when they do come out, you'll notice because of the sound, even if you don't see them. Here's a guy in Maryland a few years ago who uh, caught a brood on uh, on camera. Just listen to that sound. There must be a million cicadas living in our trees. They're flying everywhere. I don't know if you can see it or not. 
But that sound is so annoying. And it's been going non-stop 24 hours for over a week now. So you really don't have too much to worry about. I don't think they're really going to harm humans. Now they do feast it's on the, trees. It's the noise, right? The noise is going to be annoying. And they may not be everywhere, but in certain spots, there'll it, be a It ton almost of them. sounds like the... Like thousands of trapped souls screaming in unison. Just listen to that sound. There must be a million cicadas. Maybe. Help me. <laughs> but like the worst case of, like they're gonna be maybe in your backyard or something like that. But like I, the, the most startling thing will be if you you're driving down the highway through a whole swarm of them. You ever done that? Drove through like a swarm of bugs, and it's almost like a rainstorm of yeah. bugs on your windshield. It's disgusting. Ugh. And these things are big. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I would say, maybe the size of a toonie, maybe a loony. That might be it. Maybe the size of a loony. So the, the tip would be make sure, even though it's it's summertime, uh, and I know winter everyone, uh, make sure their windshield fluid is filled up before they hit the road. Summertime, you may, may want to do it as well. Yeah. With these gross big bugs out there. Jumping worms, cicadas, add it to the list. Uh, let us know, Jim, next week, what are we freaking out about? Oh, I forgot Murder Hornets is still on there, right? Yep, yep. Okay, it's going to be a fun summer. Killer crickets, here they come. Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? We've got John, our contestant, on the line. He's going to be calling his mom Carol this morning. John, tell us about your mom. John, you there? Tell us about your mom. Uh, she owns a picture frame and store. Uh, she actually lives in No One Sound, Ontario. Love it. Yeah, I love her. I love her dearly, though. She have a good sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Okay, here's what's going to happen. You are going to call your mom, and you're going to say, "Mom, uh, your girlfriend's name is Morgan, right?" Yeah. You say, "Mom, Morgan found a woman's bra in my car." And when she questioned me about it, I panicked and I said it was yours. Sorry, what should I say again? My my mom. Say say Morgan found a woman's bra in my car, and I told her it was your bra, mom. So if Morgan calls you, you have to say that was your bra. Okay. Hello? Hey, Mom, how's it going? Good, how are you? Pretty good. I'm, I was just on, on my uh, work phone on the road right now. I just had a quick question. Um, so Morgan found a, uh, a bra in my truck the other day, and I'm pretty sure it's yours. I'm not sure where it came from. I think you maybe left one at my house when you were down visiting the other, other weekend. What is it she found? A, a bra, like a woman's bra. A bra? <laughs> yeah. Um, if, she, if, she, if she's kind of pissed off, if she gives you a call, can you just tell her that it's yours? Yeah, I will. Yeah? Okay, thanks. You're great. <laughs> but I don't think it's mine. You don't think it's yours? It, Where did you find like it? In your it, truck? Yeah, it looks like it's your size. Oh, maybe it's mine. What color is it? Uh, it's bright red. It's not mine. Ugh. Yeah, I'm it's not bright sure. Bright red? Is, if you'll go along with the story, that'd be great. I'll go along with the story. Okay. Thank you Okay, very much. bye. Bye. <laughs> Carol! 
Oh, no. She's all business. Yes, I got your back. Boom, I'm out. Bright red bra. Looks like it's my size. I'm in. <laughs> it's not my bra. She didn't want to ask any more questions because she doesn't want to know what she's involved in. <laughs> right? Let's call her back. We got to call Carol. Back. She had your back, though. Hello? Hey, Mom. Hi. Now, why why would your bra be in John's truck, Carol? That doesn't make any sense. Who is this? It's Taz and Jim. We're on the radio. We're playing a game called Will Your Mom Do It for Mother's oh Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that you just said, yes, I'll do it. You didn't want to know anything else because you didn't want to uh, get involved in the situation. But were there some, I know there was a red bra. Were there some red flags going off that your son <laughs> may was, be involved in something? I was so upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. We were listening. You didn't seem that up. You seem like a pretty willing participant in this charade, Carol. <laughs> Mom, you you raised me better. You should have known that it wasn't. Oh my God, I was shaking. Uh, is Morgan you a big fan of Morgan? I love Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Well, apologies to Morgan. Oh my God, I was just talking to my husband, and I was going, like, "Oh my God, I can't believe this. This is awful." <laughs> And you don't own any bright red bras? Maybe we need to get you one of those for Mother's Day. Yeah, we do. We need to get me one of those for Mother's Day. Yeah. And, and John's out of the will. Yeah. Also, how does John know what si- bra size you are? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have left those details. Yeah, it looks like it's oh, about your size, Mom. <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing. Happy Mother's Day, Carol. You want to say anything to your mom before we let her go, John? Oh, I love you, Mom. I love you too, John. Thank you. Bye-bye. Will your mom do it? Will Will your mom mom do it? Will Will your mom mom do it? it? Will she do it? On yesterday's show, we we told you a story about a woman down in the States who uh, received her child's birth certificate in the mail. She thought she had named her daughter Cora, K-O-R-A, but when she got the birth certificate, somebody screwed up and uh, her daughter's official name is Corn. (laughs) K-O-R-N. Like Gotta the, keep it now. Yeah, the band from the 90s. Kind of a, a different name, and some people are into that. If you look at this story, babycenter.ca, Canada's most unique baby names in recent years, include Choco, hmm. Gizmo, like the, the little mo- mogwai before it becomes a gremlin, Gizmo. <laughs> Gizmo, or just like a random machine. Yeah, Neon. Neon. Named after the Dodge automobile. Of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) The lovable Dodge automobile. What about man? Naming your kid. Hey, man. Man. Come on, man. Man. Huh. I wonder if it's like Mon. I I just looked at it. It's like almost like Han, you know? I wonder, man? I don't know. Could be Mon. Number. There's no mistaking that one. Somebody (laughs) named their child Number. Might as well just name it, like, instead of uh, the word number, it should just be, like, a hashtag, the number symbol. That'd be cool, like Prince. Yeah. That's not the number symbol anymore, though. It's It's hashtag. hashtag. Yeah, I guess it is, eh? Uh, Top, strangest girls' names were Miss. Well, Miss and Man need to get together. (laughs) Uh, Panda. Panda. Quinlan Rocklin. 
two different names. Mm-hmm. Rockland's kind of nice. Rockland. And Quinlan. That's cool. I mean, at least it sounds like a name. Soda. Oh, the Outsiders. Remember that? Zen is another name. Zen. I don't know. Is there someone named Soda in the Outsiders? Yeah, there was Pony Boy and his brother so- Soda Pop. Oh, this is a girl's name. Yeah. Uh, huh. Isn't that also, didn't George Costanza want to name his kid Soda? <laughs> I think. How about this? Or maybe it was seven. I forget. It was seven. It was seven? Yeah. I feel like Soda was in. Maybe Maybe I'm getting my pop culture uh, confused, but definitely the Outsiders. Uh, Soda Pop was one of the boys' names. Speaking of pop culture, somebody named their kid Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. This that is my is son, amazing. Ghostbuster. I mean, would that kid be the outsider in school in kindergarten, or would he be immediately go to the top of the list of coolest kid? Yeah, <laughs> going down the attendance. All right, we're looking for Ghostbuster Jones, <laughs> Turbo, Rhythm, Sherlock, Frosty, Castle. Sherlock. That's cool. Einstein. <laughs> really setting your kid up for failure when you name him Einstein, though. Yeah, there's no way he's going to live up to the legacy of the dog from Back to the Future. <laughs> this is repulsive, man. Kid Rock has his own restaurant. Did you know that? I did not. It's called Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse, and it's in Nashville, Tennessee. Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. So it sounds like a classy joint. Anytime Big Ass is in the title of, of the restaurant, you're, you're in for a upper end evening. Mm-hmm. Well, the headline is a guy was arrested at Kid Rock's bar for swinging his colostomy bag around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... How could it be more disgusting than this? Swinging it around like a like a lasso? I that's what I'm envisioning. Uh, guy took off his colostomy bag, was swinging it around, oh spraying God. feces oh. all over the restaurant. The police were called. The guy was arrested, and at least one of the cops had to go change because his uniform was covered in human feces. Jeez. Now, that is the clientele I would expect. <laughs> I got to be yeah. honest. If you list me uh, 10 bars in Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> you said, which one of these had an incident, incident involving a guy whipping around a colostomy <laughs> bag? Oh, yeah. Did it say, did it say big ass or bag ass? <laughs> bag ass. <laughs> a rock and roll steakhouse. Uh, was it in celebration? Was this guy <laughs> angry? Was it, it could be either. He was really happy with his service or he was really disappointed with the service. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there was a, maybe there was a game on the TV and the Texans hit a home run. I don't know. Oh my goodness. That is gross. That's a super spreader. <laughs> you know, next level. Yeah. Taking it to the next level there. Good old Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk <laughs> rock and roll steakhouse. You never know what you're gonna get. You know we do our best to describe things to you over the air and paint a picture with our words, but sometimes you just gotta 
you gotta take a look at stuff. Look at that. That's nice and shiny. Oh, would you just look at that? Would you just look at that? I thought of you when I saw this video that's gone viral on the weekend. Really? There's a guy uh, who's filling up his car with gas. Have you seen it? I thought it was a lady. I don't know. Is it? Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Guy filling up his car with gas. A van pulls yeah. up and a bunch of carjackers jump out. This happened in Chile. And they start running towards the vehicle. The guy's pumping gas. And the guy just takes the gas hose out of the, the <laughs> tank and starts spraying these guys with gasoline in the face. Like it's a fun water fight. Yeah, like the gas fight in Zoolander. <laughs> exactly. Totally. So you see, the guy get, jumps out. He gets a face full of gas. He runs away. Second guy comes around the other side of the car. He gets hosed down with gas. The guy starts shooting gas through the, the side door <laughs> of the van. It's like, yeah, it's so much gas. It's a lot of gas. It really, I've never... We've all filled our tank up, but usually the thing's in the thing, right? Yeah, what you never he, really picture how much is coming out. It, co- it comes out fast. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he's, he completely uh, scares these guys off. They get in the van, they drive away, probably <laughs> frightened that the slightest spark could yeah. make them explode. One guy's like, boy, that was a tough th- thief opportunity. Goes to light a cigarette. <laughs> Don't do it, <laughs> yeah. Steve! Cell phone rings, spark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something like if your vehicle is full of in the car. gas, loose vapor gas, there could be a spark at any moment. Yeah, I'd be nervous. But that guy, to me, he reacted so fast that I know that you like to fantasize about what you do in different situations. Like if bad guys tried to take over the radio station. Yeah. Or if uh, when you're sitting in church, you used to think, okay, what if bad guys tried to take over the church? What would I do? <laughs> Kind of John McClain style. This guy definitely had been pumping gas before and, and thought to himself, if a van load of carjackers ever pulls up and, and I'm here pumping gas, what would I do? Yeah. It was almost like he was like a cowboy. Yeah, and he was ready. Draw. He was like, because like as soon as they jumped into the van, it was out of the holster came the gas <laughs> nozzle out of the gas tank. And within like a span of three seconds, he had sprayed down three different gents. Like he, I'm surprised he wasn't doing the revolver thing at the top of it where he's changing the chamber. Oh, man. It's pretty incredible to see. We'll post the video on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you want to check it out. Look at that. <laughs> okay, got to tell you about my bizarre Friday. Okay. So after the show, I'm like, oh, I better stop and buy my lotto tickets because, you know, I, with my cousin every week, we, we um, play the lotto. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, oh, there's a convenience store right up here. I'm driving down the road. There's a place called Ben's Variety. I'm like, okay, I'll stop at Ben's Variety. Put on my blinker to turn into Ben's Variety. And as I'm about to turn in, out of the corner of my eye, I see a small SUV parked in front of the store. It takes off and drives through the front window of the store. What? Yeah. And it was so surreal. I'm like, did I just see what I think I saw? So I pull into the parking lot and I just kind of observe for a couple seconds and the owner comes out. I assume he's the owner of the store and he's all upset. The woman gets out of her car, which went the front end of the vehicle, went into the store and then she backed out. Uh, but the front window <laughs> had exploded. There was metal bars on the window that were bent into the store and it was a huge mess. And I'm sitting there 
watching this, and I'm like, okay, now what do I do? I get out of the car, and I say, hey, are you guys okay? And the guy working at the store is like, yeah, yeah, we're okay, we're okay. And I said, do you want me to go somewhere else? And he's like, no, no, come in, come in. Just watch your step. we got to pay for this window somehow. Just watch your step. And he, I don't know why I went in. But I'm like, oh. <laughs> you went in. I'm like, okay. Um, he's like, just watch your step. I look down on the floor. The slush puppy machines were right in front of the window. They've both exploded. Okay. So on the floor of the convenience store, it's a river of broken glass and slush puppy. Uh, there's pepperettes all over the place. A microwave has been thrown across the store. There's sure. Woman- Taquitos everywhere. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. All like a bunch of displays were knocked over. And I walk over to the woman who's working behind the counter. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, are you guys sure you don't want me to go somewhere else? They're like, no. Well, what can we get you? And I say, I'll get two Lotto Max and two Lotto 649. And then she starts, you hear beeping, and it's just an awkward silence for a couple seconds. Seconds, And the machine says, would you like to play Encore? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Give me Encore. We both kind of chuckled. I'm like, I, I feel rattled right now, guys, and I wasn't in the store. Are you sure you're okay? And the woman's like, well, if, if she had gone another five feet, I was sitting right here behind the counter. She would have hit me. <laughs> I said, listen, lady, if I win $15 million in the lottery, I'm coming back here and giving you guys a million. I promise. <laughs> Got back in my car and I left, and it wasn't until I was driving away I was like, well, that was weird. <laughs> Like, did you think that since the luck was so bad for the owners that, like, if you like, that was your totally. opportunity, you didn't th- want to miss out on yeah, it? Yeah, I thought it was the universe telling me, okay, yeah. this is how random things are. If this lady can drive through the window of a convenience store, okay, so here's here's the big news. I checked my lottery tickets, Jim. Not a winner. Oh! <laughs> Mother's Day coming up this weekend. It's time to play. Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Our contestant this morning is Blake. We're going to be calling his mom Diane. Great mom name. And uh, Blake, why don't you tell us a bit about your mom? She's the nicest person I know. She'll do anything for anybody, including me because I'm the middle son. Okay. I'm the best one. Did you say not the best one? <laughs> well, I am the best one. <laughs> <laughs> You're the middle but the best. She got it right. She should have quit while she was ahead. You should be the youngest. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and you think she, Diane will do anything for anyone, especially her kids probably, right? Well, I hope so. Now she'll probably prove me wrong. Well, let's see. Here's what you're going to say. You're going to say, Mom, uh, yep. for a Mother's Day gift... I am going to get a portrait of you tattooed on my body. Will you come with me? This is a very high-end tattoo artist. Will you come with me and sit for for my tattoo? So you need to model. You need to sit still and model while the guy does a tattoo of you on my body. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you think your mom will do it? Oh, I know, I know she will. Okay, and if if she asks where you're getting the tattoo, get creative, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, let's call Diane, see what she says. We're not here. Do not mention Taz or Jim, and don't say this is a yeah. radio contest, okay?
Hello. Hey, how's it going, Mom? I was thinking about oh, yeah. a Mother's Day present for you. Oh, well, why would you want to do that? Well, because you're the best mom in the world. Okay, so what, what, what do you want to do? What do I want to do? Well, I was thinking maybe oh, this you... weekend... Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you somewhere. Oh God, where? I'm gonna need you to come, and since you're the best mom in the world, I'm gonna need you to come with me, and I'm gonna get a portrait of you tattooed on me. I don't think I'd want that. Why not? Because I I don't. You're the you're the best mom ever, and I want you to come with me, but it has to be, you got to come because it's going to be a realistic photo of you, so you got to pose for the tattoo artist. Oh, really? Well, I ain't doing yeah. that. No. <laughs> Why not? Because I ain't doing that. That's so stupid. Why do you think that's stupid? Because that's stupid. What what if in the tattoo you're riding on the back of a tiger and you like got laser guns in your hand <laughs> and there's like a yeah. dragon in the background? It's like a really classy tattoo. Diane, would you let him get the tattoo then? No. Not even if you're like on a tiger? <laughs> no. I got other tattoos, mom. This one will be like and the I best know one. They were stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, it's Taz and Jim. We're live on the radio right now. Oh, really? This is a contest called Will Your Mom Do It? Usually moms will do anything for their, their kids, but you draw the line oh, of getting a tattoo oh. of your face on your son's butt. No, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mom, I thought you would do this. I had a lot riding on this. Well, you know what? We're going to give you the prize anyways. Diane, happy Mother's Day this weekend. You have won from our friends at Studio H Artist Group a uh, a gift pack that is going to allow you to pamper yourself on Mother's Day, okay? Oh, well, I do need pampering. <laughs> All right. You just don't need your face on I your son's body. My, my face on my son's body. Like, I don't even care if it's on his I don't even like tattoos. <laughs> Tell your mom you love her, Blake. Uh, mom. Beautiful skin. Why would you want to wreck it? Mom. Tattoos on her. I thought you would do this, but mom, I love you very much. And thanks, thanks for putting up with me and feeding my dog. All right, will your mom do it? Back tomorrow. If you want to surprise your mom, keep listening to Taz and Jim and Diane. You got to love her. <laughs> You've got beautiful skin. Why would you do something like that to it, Jim? I've heard that speech before. Oh, will your mom do it? Will, will your mom, mom do it? it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.